genre. Welcome back, listeners, to this podcast. It's a podcast called Toy Story Minute, where we watch Toy Story, the movie, one minute at a time. And we talk about it. We look deep into analyzing it. We scrutinize the flaws and flubs and the wacky bloops that have infiltrated. Do we also make up words? Yeah. What what was a bad word? Bloops? Flubs? Flubs? Flub? Yeah. People say flub. That's a word? Flub yeah, is a thing. You, you, oh. you flub something out. You mess it. Hmm. It's like another way of saying like you kind of like you stutter or you like... Oh. I thought it was a derivation of... The Robin Williams movie, Flubber. You mean the Jerry Lewis movie? <laughs> yeah, the Jerry Lewis, Wait, Robin Williams. was that Williams. one called Flubber, or was that one called something else? I think it was called something else. It's like, it's not The Nutty Professor, it was The Something. Dang it, now I gotta look this up. Man, Flubber, I remember when I was a kid, I really liked the movie Flubber. And I was like, this is the best movie ever, but I don't know why. Oh, it's a John Hughes scripted remake. In selected theaters, the Pepper Ann episode Old Best Friend was featured before the film. Can you imagine going to see a movie and get a whole episode of a TV show? The Absent-Minded Professor. Oh, that's what it is. Absent-Minded Professor. Yeah. Hmm. Man. The Flubber does not age well in the CG, does it? Mm, nah. I wouldn't imagine so. So that's Flubber. This is Flubber Minute. We talk about Flubber. All the flubs of Flubber. And all the burrs in the furs. Have we even talked about this movie yet? No, we have not. No. This, I'm John. <laughs> I'm Jeb. <laughs> yeah, Bobby. Hey, guys. I'm Bobby from Growler Media. Hi, Bobby from Growler Media. Growl. That's, that's how we do it. <laughs> like the little, not shot glasses, but not like cups that you... Growlers are big. They big? They big. Yeah, well, they're not like... But they're not used as a drinking cup. No, they're used like... As a mixer you go to thing? A, you go to a brewery and you fill the growler and then you pour from the growler into the cup. Hmm. I always associate growler with like a weird quote from something, but it's dirty so I can't say it on hmm. this podcast. Interesting. Huh, yeah. Well, uh, the growler from Growler Media is not that growler, actually. Spelled the same, it's derived from the electrical instrument that allows you to find default in an, an actuator. Oh. What? is an actuator because i've heard the word (laughs) but i feel really dumb right now asking what is an actuator okay basically think an electric motor you know how it's got all the the coils and the wire and stuff so you want each of those you got the little parts of those whenever one of those goes bad and it's not conducting electricity like it's supposed to be you have to figure out which one it is and you use a growler to do that or they did like back in the day when there weren't like safety rules and stuff (laughs) gotcha so you do podcasts about car parts. <laughs> yeah, there. We do podcasts half about movies by minutes, and the other podcasts are about more movies and uh, dating, actually. We have a dating podcast. Ooh. Ooh. So that's about, yeah, that has to do with growlers. Anyway, <laughs> this minute starts with Buzz looking down, getting his foot out, and being like, oh, that's what it says. I learned to read. And that's not what he's really thinking. I don't know. We don't know. And it ends with Buzz and Woody both pushing. The boundaries to this minute were kind of hard to define. Yeah. <laughs> as far as, like, saying what happens, because it's inaudible actions. There's little, mm. very little dialogue here. I mean, it's mostly just Woody saying, like, it's just at the end with Woody being like, blah, blah, blah. Buzz's foot is very dirty in this minute. Yeah. What is mm. up with that? Like, I mean, I get he's been running around, I guess, but, like, what's Andy going to think of that? I don't know. 
I mean, he's a kid, he probably won't notice. But, like, what if Andy was... I mean, Andy might be very particular about the care and maintenance of his toys. He mm-hmm. wrote his name there, but yeah. it already looks scuffed and, like, worn. Mm-hmm. Even though it's impermanent ink! Rex, yeah. Rex said that. Yeah. Yeah, that's Thank why you. I said it all. Okay. Like Rex did. Gotcha. In the film. What film? Uh, it's this little-known anime, computer-animated film. Oh, not, an anime. Not, not your daddy's, not your daddy's film. Not it's an anime called Akira... Where at the end, Rex just turns this big old mutant monster. Oh no! It's a computer animated film, Jeb. Oh, it's called Madagascar. In it, no. David Schwimmer, Ben Stiller, and Chris Rock. Ooh. Wait, who's Ben Stiller in that? Are you kidding? No, no, no. He's the lion. I thought that David. Oh, David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer's the, the giraffe. giraffe. Yeah, and Chris Rock's the zebra. The zebra. The zebra, and then Wanda Sykes is the... Hippopotamus? The hippo. That's weird. It's a Could weird be... ensemble. Yeah, ensemble. Ensemble. Like, hey, you know who's doing stuff now in the year of our Lord 2000 and whenever that movie came out? Right. 11? I don't... No, definitely or not. Earlier than that? Eight? Way earlier than that. I want to say, like, 06. Well, I mean, that was fresh off of Friends then, right? When was Friends till? Like, not... Oh, like, four. Oh, four? Oh, five. This was oh, five. Oh, so yeah, it was fresh off the Friends boat. Mm-hmm. He was just like, guys, I already played everyone's least favorite friend. Oh, I was wrong. What? Was Friends... No, the hippo is played by uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Whoa, whoa, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Why did you think Wanda Sykes? I don't know. I just thought, like, whenever I think of the hippo, I, like, hear Wanda Sykes' voice. Whenever I think of anything, <laughs> I hear Wanda Sykes' voice. She's actually the voice inside my head. Like, most people's, it's just their own voice, but for me, it's Wanda Sykes. Yeah. It's all the time. That Jada, sounds annoying. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate. What else is Jada Pinkett Smith? Because I know she's an actress, but I don't... I, the, I think of her, maybe sexistly, as Will Smith's wife. What has she been in other than apparently as a hippo in Madagascar? She's in Gotham, that TV show. I oh, didn't know she was an that. actress. What did you think she like was famous for? Just being Will Smith's squeeze? I didn't know she was famous at all. I just <laughs> Her number one movie of note is Collateral. Collater- you mean Collateral? No, not the one- Collateral Beauty. Yeah, Collateral Beauty with Will Smith. No, this That's one Will, is- not Jada Pinkett. This is Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. And Mark Ruffalo and Jada Pinkett. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, the Hulk. The Hulk, the incredible Buffalo Hulk. That's the secret, Captain. I'm always bison. What? what, Who's your Hulk? Edward Snowden? No. Who's the first? Edward Norton. Oh oh my God! Did I say Snowden? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Edward Norton is dreamy in that movie. I know it's not a very good movie, but Edward Norton is dreamy in it. I'm gonna say it. In Snowden? No, in The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, no. Who was the Hulk in the Ang Lee one? Eric Bana. Steve Bannon? Yes. Okay. Steve Bannon. Oh, you know what? Wanda Sykes was in Over the Hedge and Ice Age. Both movies that are kind of Madagascar adjacent. Yeah. So I get it now. I get it. Yeah. They always try to confuse us by doing that. And in this show for children called Bubble Guppies. Wow, she's done a lot of things. She was in Rio. Wow. Wow. I'm just being, what's his face? The dude with the big nose? Owen Wilson. Yes. That's what it was. Because she was in that stupid barnyard movie. Oh, with the I cows. that. Yeah. God, that, I never saw that movie, but it looked so stupid. I saw it. Why did you see that? Because I was a kid. Wait, when did that come out? Jeb, I'm going to call, call you out. 
Because that movie came out in... 2016? <laughs> Jeb, you were... I was 11. Yeah, I was okay. 11. Wow, that movie's that old? Yeah. Huh. Well, 11-year-old Jeb, I'm judging you. I'm hashtag judging you. All sarcastic though. Kevin James, Courtney Cox, Kevin Danny James, Glover. the eponymous Paul Blart Mall Cop 2? Yep. Wow. Courtney Cox, Danny Glover, Sam Elliott. Wait, Danny Glover or Donald Glover? Danny. Oh, yeah, Donald Glover wasn't famous yet then? Yeah, no, this is Lethal Weapon. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wanda Sykes. Yes, our classic one. This is our Wanda Sykes fan cast, by the way. Respect to Wanda Sykes, though. Yeah, she's, she's great. Yeah, that was, yeah, I was going to say, no shade. No, Wanda Sykes is To great. be thrown at Wanda she Sykes. She should have been the hippopotamus. Yeah, I was going to say, she... Jada Pinkett Smith do? Besides Collateral Beauty. Not Collateral Beauty. Jeb, I'm, in my mind, just Collateral Beauty she was in. Too bad, I know you're angry reacting. She plays, like, bit roles and stuff. Yeah, she's a Scientologist. She is? Will Smith's whole family is. He's a Scientologist? Yeah, that's why his kids are so weird. I did not know he was a Scientologist. Jeb, he's been famous forever. I didn't know that. Of course he's a Scientologist. Is everybody who's famous for a long time a Scientologist? No, but a lot of people you wouldn't expect are. I mean, like, wasn't it on this very podcast that you found out Jason Lee was a Scientologist? Yep. And the lady who voices Bart Simpson, Nancy Cartwright, she has given most of her Simpsons money to Scientology, so she's actually, like, not doing great financially. Because she, yeah... Scientology it all away. Or that one dude, Isaac... Will Smith and Jada Pinkett leave Scientology in 2015. What? Congratulations, you guys! Yeah. Two years ago, Jada Pinkett Smith, come on our podcast. We're sorry for not knowing that you were the hippo in Madagascar. (laughs) Madagascar is, I'm sorry, that's one of those lowest common denominator movies that I cannot stand. Like, I watched that movie, and I was like, this is the equivalent of jangling your keys in front of your kid. Like, this is no entertainment value. Shade on Madagascar. The film, not the island. <laughs> the island's fine. Also, I don't like that it made that dumb song. I like the movie. No, 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 no. Oh, oh Madagascar 2 was the one that made that even dumber song. Because I like to move a movie, it was annoying. But it was in all the previews. And I remember... That they would show on Nickelodeon during A Legend of Korra. Because they were previews with Chris Rock as the zebra going... I never saw the second one, I don't think. No, I did. I did. Why Why have you seen all these bad movies, Jeff? Because when I was a kid... You were not a kid during Madagascar 2. That was solidly... I mean, I was in college by then. You were in high school. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. <laughs> You're only like five years younger no, than I'm me. Four years younger than me. This up. I remember because Legend of Korra was while I was in college, so oh, you were eight. in high school. No, it was not. Madagascar two. What about Madagascar three? Was there a Madagascar three? I mean, it was Madagascar God, I three. Hope not. How many Madagascars have there been? Is There's there a, a Madagascar Mary Madagascar 4? TV short in 09. Oh. oh, there is a Madagascar three. There I you have go. not seen that one. That Thank one's you. 2012. Yeah, solidly, ugh. I do not like Madagascar. Madagascar 3 was the circus one. Yeah, circus afro, circus afro. Okay. Pogada, pogada, pogada afro. God, I hate that song so much. (laughs) It's so stupid. It's pretty funny, come on. And Well, now I can't hear the original, like, instrumental song without thinking of that song. That's how they like it. Yeah, they brainwashed me with Chris Rock and his zebra status. Guys, did you notice that Sid has burnt up matches on his desk? Speaking of Toy Story. So, yeah, oh, yeah this is a Toy Story podcast. 
<laughs> I have like three notes on this minute because there's no dialogue and not a lot new. And it's there like, is style. Well, not well, dialogue. There's very little dialogue. What he says. And like all the stuff is internal, like Buzz thinking about the things that we already discussed last minute. But mm-hmm. yeah, Sid's got just like burned up matches sitting on his desk. And the thing is, I love when Woody looks up after, you know, looking down, he like looks over to where Buzz was after saying Buzz to just leave without him. And he's just like not there. And I want. It to cut to credits right there. <laughs> do, 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 do. And just, you know, like uh, we talked about before, that edit of Toy Story 3 where they just cut it out when they were going yeah. into like a yep. fire. <laughs> they should just do that here where just Buzz leaves off screen. That'd be perfect. <laughs> but yeah. Bobby, weren't you saying, like, it's weird that Buzz gets up on the crate without Woody even noticing. Yeah, yeah, he's like super sneaky ninja up on that crate, and Woody apparently Mm -hmm. didn't hear or see him moving towards him and then crawling up the side of the crate to get on top of him, so... Yeah, I mean, I can see why you didn't see him, because he was looking down, but, I mean, even in your peripherals, like, his foots are going up the milk crate and stuff. Yeah. He's got a rocket strapped to him! How can he... His stealth has got to be lowered. And we, we have to wonder, encumbered. have y'all talked about the physics of how, how they move and, you know, their weight and mechanics and all that? Yeah, with their, like, bit, yeah. their the joints and stuff, like how Woody runs and, and how Buzz is much more, like, solid and, and bottom-heavy. We've talked about it in passing, kind of, yes. Yeah. We've talked about it, just not, like, super in-depth. Well, because, I mean, in, in this minute, you know, Buzz gets up on top and he's trying to push this toolbox off, which I'm assuming is full of tools, and is yeah, uh, relatively it's, it's heavy. Yeah, it's box, yeah, from Home Through Event, yeah. And when he first starts pushing it, he doesn't have any leverage besides just the weight of his feet on top of the crate. He, he kind of pushes it from the side. Yeah, it, that totally wouldn't work. Like, okay, I can understand, you know, toys are alive and they have more strength than is inherent in the plastic that goes into them, but he would have to be, like, ridiculously heavy, obviously more heavy than the toolbox for him to get any movement out of it before he puts his feet against the window Mm -hmm. well i mean we discussed a lot of the toy strength when woody goes against the claw and like pulls it so hard the machine shakes which makes much less sense (laughs) we had a lot of statistics for like how tall the toys were Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna see if there's a thing for how much buzz white you're how much he weighs because I know there were things for how tall he was and everything. Yeah, same with Woody. Like, it even had, like, Woody with the hat or without the hat. Wow. There's no statistics on that. He's solid plastic, though, so, like, he's got to be heavier than, like, say, Woody. But yeah. I would not say heavier than a box full of tools. I don't know. I, th- well, I feel like for the most yeah. part in this movie, like, they don't do anything crazy that like, a normal toy couldn't do besides being alive. But as far as their mm. movements and the physics, you know, it's like... I, I would say... Later in the movie, when we have the truck, when they open up the truck, mm. that is, mm, yeah, no. Probably not. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, like, they're pushing against something. And this, I, I studied engineering, and it bugs me that, you know, that, that couldn't work. Until he puts his feet against the window, then, you know. That, yeah. I cut yeah, him some slack there. Sense, but, yeah, but then, like, he's already pushed it quite a bit right. before he does that. I like how at the, the very end of this minute, we get a very clear view of the danger sign. And uh, it doesn't happen in this minute, but uh, Woody is in a little bit of danger. <laughs> oh, 
Well, he was the one supposed to be strapped to that rocket. Mm-hmm. Woody's always in danger, though. Actually, Woody isn't in danger for, like, a while. Not until the chase scene, really. Right. Buzz is the damsel in distress now. Yeah. Woody never really is in that much danger. Well, Woody's kind of in... He's not in danger. He just can't go anywhere. Woody's just got mental health problems. Like, he's uh, anxious. Stuff, yeah. yeah. It's it's not so much the physical danger, which yeah. Buzz just gets through the ringer in this movie. Yep. <laughs> but, I mean... The next movie is all Woody getting through yep. the And then I guess the third is all of them, because, jeez, oh, Crezo, they get in some trouble. Do they ever. Boy, howdy. Godly Bob, howdy. Besides Sid being, like, a sadistic, crazy kid that likes to torture toys, I mean, he's got a pretty sweet setup, at least. Like, oh, no, yeah, he's got the best aesthetic of anyone in this movie. Yup. He's got his matches and the fireworks and tools and... He can kind of do whatever he wants, so he's pretty much living any child's dream, and he just kind of went crazy and over the edge and decided to well, be sick about I mean, it. we discussed that. He's not a bad... He only does one evil thing in this movie, and it's just bullying his little sister, because he doesn't know the toys are alive. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know they can feel. So as far as, like, he knows, he's doing, like, like you said, he's an engineer in training. He's, like, he makes toys... He takes them apart. Like, blowing up your own property is a little weird, but it's not bad. Right. We see that, you know, most of what he does is taking toys apart and putting them together and making cool new inventions. Like, Mm -hmm. that's a really neat thing for a kid to do, and he is uniquely talented. And, of course, after this movie, and I guess after Toy Story 3, because we see him then, he is going to be basically the savior of the universe because he's the most important human being in the world. Yup. (laughs) <laughs> he makes first contact in this movie, Bobby. That's true. I hadn't thought about that. Not only does he make first contact, but he is the one human being. Like, it's a, it's a secret with just him. And he knows how to build toys. So imagine discovering that humans had accidentally made an AI, like a sentient AI, and then being like, oh, I can also do that just, like, by myself without even a factory or any resources. It's like... Any 80s movie where kids, like, accidentally make a robot or something, mm-hmm. accidentally, humans and also Sid have made lots. But the ones that Sid makes, do they have, like, a new personality? Are they a new entity? Or is it just whosoever head is stuck on that toy that's well, who controls it? I would it? say, we don't see this much till later, but I would say at least Babyface seems smarter than a baby. Yeah. They don't talk, but... I don't know, like, if they were only their heads, what would legs be? Just, like, a fishing rod's intelligence? Those aren't very smart. Right? Well, legs, yeah. I mean, you have the the Etch-A-Sketch, and it has a personality, but it doesn't mean that, you know, it's as dumb as as an Etch-A-Sketch because it doesn't have a head. So I don't think that having a head is necessarily part of what makes up their personality. (laughs) I'm so dumb because I remember, like, a couple weeks ago... Being like, oh yeah, toys are only toys if they have humanoid features, and I completely forgot about Etch-A-Sketch. Dang it! How do you define what is and isn't a toy? (laughs) It's... The rules make no sense. There's always at least one subversion. Can't have nice things. There are no absolutes. Uh, Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Jeb. That's why I said there are not absolutes. Yeah, that's an absolute. Are you a Sith? Yeah. Really? And you didn't tell me this whole time? I thought you knew. In my opinion, the Sith are evil. Awkward. Yeah. And here we are. Awkward. 60 episodes it's over, in. Jeb. I've got the high grounds. <laughs> yeah, but like... Try and jump over me and I'll cut off all yeah. your limbs, dude. Yeah, like watch me burn, too. You're just gonna stand there and watch me burn? That's alright, I like the way it hurts. This has been Rihanna Minute. Rihanna. 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 
Rhiannon. Rhiannon. Stevie Nicks should be proud. Yep. Stevie Nicks is still alive, right? Yeah. As far as I know. Just like the Wild Winged Dove sings a song that keeps on saying. Oh, baby, ooh. Ooh. I said ooh. (laughs) I love the nonsense words that are some songs and just like saying them makes (laughs) it completely make no sense. Right. It's like my favorite karaoke song ever is Tequila by the Champs. There's one lyric and it's said three times. Tequila. Tequila. You don't even sing it. Oh, I know. You just say tequila. I really want to, like, I love doing karaoke, but I really want to just go to a karaoke bar and, and just do tequila. put in tequila and just, like, stand there, like, slightly swinging, like, one finger back and forth to just the song. Just waiting for the tequila. And then just go. Right up in the mic, just be like, tequila. <laughs> <laughs> just just that, and that's the whole, that's my whole performance. Then at the end, you gotta go, da, 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 da. Tequila. Yeah, everyone shouts it. So you don't. You only have to do two of the words, really. Yeah. Two thirds, like one third of the song is done for you by the audience. Yeah. But to make it like to ideally do it, you have to put on big white platform shoes and do the Pee Wee Herman dance. Yes. <laughs> Gotta love it. You do. Is anyone doing Pee Wee's Big Adventure minute? That seems if like not, they right should. for yeah. If we hated ourselves as much as the Harry Potter minute people who are they're doing. Ferris Bueller right now, even though they have eight movies on the docket, like yeah, then Seven we now. would, t- yeah. Well, they yeah. <laughs> but who knows how many they're gonna do in between? Like, right. Ooh, but that would be a good one. Pee Wee's Big Adventure Minute. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a great movie. Yeah, it is. I don't have to see it, Dottie. I lived it, Dottie. Yeah, Dottie. Was it you who I was on the phone with someone? And I was just like, watch this. The stars at night. I think it was- <laughs> Here in, in the, the heart, heart of Texas. Texas. God, what a good movie. That was like Tim Burton's first thing. That was Paul Rubens' first thing. Like mm-hmm. Pee- That was his proof of concept for the character of Pee-wee. Mm-hmm. If anyone does make a Pee-wee's Big Adventure minute, then please have me and or Jeb and or both of us on. And or, yeah. Yes, that too. It's my birthday today, Pee-wee. My oh, father man. said I could have anything that I want. And large Marge. Good for you and your and father. And the bicycle. And remember the Alamo? Oh my, the basement of the, oh my There's god. There's no basement to There's the Alamo. There's a lot to that movie. Yeah. Wow. The Breakfast Machine? Like in yep. Back to the Future? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Guys, I really want to watch Beelie's Big Adventure now. It's, it's on Netflix. Really? It was like a month ago when I watched well, it. Well, I'm going to watch it then. Good. Tonight. Good. All right. So, with that in mind, listeners, I guess, if you're still around. Yeah, if you haven't just been like, what are they doing? If you haven't taken like, your iPod and thrown it into the ocean Who has dramatically. iPods anymore? Listen, Jeb, what if we go back in time and thus I'm we're not- like, no. Why not? Mm-mm. Why not? We did too much time travel talk. Oh, God, with Aaron. Yeah, you're yeah. right. But if we went back in time, we would be, like, on the cutting edge of podcasts. And people would be like, what's this? And we're like, it's a really weird and strange idea that we, we just... Gave, yeah. We're just like, what about a movie with podcasts about the movie Toy Story? And we are like, pioneers of the movies by minute. Yeah. Then we could just be like, Concept. ha, take that, Pete and Alex. Yep. So we're going to go back Checkmate. in time and steal everyone's ideas. I don't know how to make technology so i feel like that's what i would do if i went back in time i'd be like oh it's 1993 i'm gonna write harry potter or write something like my own version like i won't steal it outright but like you know write your off write your own thing 
that's not wholly original, but like yeah. it has your own flavor to it because then you're not ripping off something. Yeah. That still seems so immoral, but you know. Yeah, it's rude. I, I mean, I'd probably, I'd actually probably just like go back in time and like bet on weird events that I remember or something. Be like, in this Super Bowl, we're going to see some wardrobe some malfunction. Yeah. Because I don't remember Mariah any Carey's of the actual gonna, players. Um, in gonna flub. accidentally flub up some live she singing. is she sure is a flubber <laughs> with robin williams as himself no rest in peace the flubber is played by itself though i remember when i was a kid i wanted I, flubber yeah and i tried to make flubber oh by just combining random stuff that sounds like a really bad idea <laughs> yeah yeah well i didn't actually succeed so wham, wham. When I was younger, me and my brother, we decided to make pizza, and we had no pizza dough recipe, and this was, like, before the internet was on your phone, so mm-hmm. we just started, like, throwing Kids stuff together. Days. It turned out pretty good, but, uh... The, Interesting. Would you, like, put it... Like, you made the made it from scratch? Yeah, like, I think we actually started because we had egg whites, and we'd heard that, like, if you whip egg whites, they get all puffy, and so we did that until they stopped being puffy, and then we're like, okay, now what? And so we started making, like, just, like, throwing stuff in there to make pizza dough when we made pizza, and uh, we didn't use all of the dough, which was the gross part, because we put the leftover dough in a Tupperware... And then the next day, it had like oh, all God. separated out and got all nasty. <laughs> but when we I, when we ate it, it was good. The worst Tupperware experience that I've had. My roommates and I were clearing out a fridge, and one of the roommates had left something in there. We're not sure what, and had moved out six months before. Oy. Whatever it was looked white, just whiteness, just like white mold. And is it mayonnaise? No, like it was not sauce. It was it must have been like bread underneath that. Well, yeah, lots of things are white, Jeb. (laughs) Ghosts. There was probably a ghost in there. But we picked it up, looked at it, and we're like, "What is that?" Oh no, it was a hot dog. No. Yeah, it was like a sausage, not like a hot dog, but like a like a real sausage. And it was white and had like growths on it. And one of us picked it up, looked at it, and was so shocked by the appearance of it, they dropped it. The top opened off, and you could, I swear, on everyone's grave, green smoke misted oh, out of it. Oh, nope. Yeah. <laughs> it was not fun. By which I mean it was actually really fun, because it was made memories. 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 All right, so that's this week in podcasting. Join us next week when we do more of that. Have a good weekend, my favorite deputies. <laughs> Have my favorite deputy pies. Have a good weekend, my... You've got a friend in me. That doesn't work. Have a good weekend, well. my... Friends. Bobby. Bobby? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, y'all? What's up, I'm Bobby! All right. Are we ready to talk about bye. the minute? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.